0: Hey FDR's wheelchair fans, Brandon here. I just wanted to grab you before we started and let you know that we're doing something completely different today. We had an episode all planned out and recorded, it just, we had some technical difficulties with it, so we are unable to air it, but uh, we're going to try something new this week. We're calling it News for Dummies. We are taking the news topics that we find interesting, weird, strange, funny Anything like that, we'll just quickly go over them. we won't do our in-depth conversation that we usually have on a few subjects. So sit back, relax, and have fun. My friends, this is a day of national consecration. A date which will last and only a foolish optimist the dark realities of the moment. Welcome FDR's Wheelchair Fan Faithful, this is News for Dummies. First up on our agenda, Sarah Palin, oh, good old mama grizzly bear, yeah, because she's from Alaska where they have bears and she's a mom, I guess, you know you know, clever journalism. On April 1st, Sarah Palin announced that she is running for Congress. Yes, on April 1st. And no, it's it's not a joke. She's running for Congress. She's replacing Don Young's seat. And she forgot to tell Anchorage Times that she was running, you know, the biggest news outlet in the biggest city in the state that you're running for. So she's Off to a great start. Many of you may not remember Sarah Palin, but she was brought to prominence when she was picked as John McCain's running mate in the 2008 presidential campaign, where he later stated, I wish we had vetted more. Sarah Palin is very famous for saying words, not necessarily in any particular order. She's entering a race with over four, almost 50 other. Is that, is that right? 50? I didn't know there was 50 people in Alaska that wanted to be part of the government. Hmm. Well, yeah. Um, almost 50 other candidates in the race. And one... Uh, really? You sure this isn't One of them's named Santa Claus? Seriously, Santa Claus. I, okay. Um, yeah, Santa Claus is a Democrat socialist. You sure this isn't April Fools? No? Okay, well, Yay. Santa Claus is running for Congress. Oh, Sarah Palin told the news yesterday when confronted asking whether she'd be able to handle the jackals of reporters. She responded by saying, "Jackals will be jackling." Again, words in no particular order. Um, Sarah Palin is probably the most recognizable candidate on the list, uh, and is being supported by Donald Trump because, fucking, course she is. Well, now that we've mentioned Trump, let's see what he's, his daughter was doing. Oh, it turns out she was involved in an eight-hour deposition. Details have not yet emerged about what was spoken about, but um, many think that uh, Ivanka is turning on Trump. So, we'll see. Now that we're talking about world leaders' daughters, Putin's daughters are involved with sanctions, sanctions from the West. His daughters being described as one in the tech field, a tech executive, and the other in gene research. Because... Of course they are. Uh, when when you're an evil dictator, where would you want your children to go? Into gene research and the tech companies. So, congratulations Putin on having two daughters going to the most uh, morally gray expertises. I well, Think that's fair? Yeah. Speaking about ethically gray areas, Tennessee introduced Bill HB 233. Its early form decided that you didn't need an age limit to consent to marriage. So the bill was brought back and uh, amended. But just to be clear, Tennessee does not allow you under 17 with your parents' consent to get married. So we're it's not legally sure that it would have superseded the common law. But again, morally gray area. What the bill does fucking do is though it sets apart... Heterosexual marriage and homosexual marriage. So, the same rights would not be afforded to homosexual marriage. If passed, House Bill 233 would create a new common law marriage in Tennessee. A common law marriage is a legally recognized marriage between two people who have not purchased a marriage license or had their marriage solemnized by a ceremony. The language used in HB 233, however, stipulates that this new common law union must be between one man and one woman. Thanks, Tennessee. Well, well done. Way to really stick up for, you know, people's rights. Well, now that we've mentioned people's rights, Matt Gates justifies no vote on insulin cap bills saying diabetics should, again, not, not a joke, lose weight. So I guess fuck you skinny diabetics is what Matt Gates is saying. So, Representative Matt Gaze justified his vote against a bill that would cap insulin at $35 a month for most Americans by suggesting people with diabetes should first lose weight before Congress steps in to help. The Florida Republican claimed on twi- fucking Twitter on Thursday and in his newsletter. I, he, has a, he has a newsletter? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. A day later, that obese people, not pharmaceutical companies, are running up the drug's price. Is this true? Okay, all right, all right, I'll keep reading, I'm sorry. Writing that insulin's cost increases as waistlines increase. While Democrat posturing eight, HR 6833 victimizes insulin pays as people with an uncontrollable disease are being taken advantage of and need Big Brother throw them a rap, lifestyle changes en masse would expeditiously lower demand and the subsequent prices of insulin. Said the child molester. Accused, chi- I'm sorry, accused child molester... Accused child child trafficking as well. Accused, accused yet. We haven't been convicted yet. So that was just a story about Matt Gates sticking up for the unfairly treated pharmaceutical companies. I guess Matt Gates is trying to make that play to be Putin's long lost son, being another ethically grey area of business. Is there is there anything good in this News for Dummies segment? Any anything at all. We do? Oh oh I guess I should keep reading. Yesterday, April 7th, Senate actually confirmed the first black woman to the Supreme Court. The Senate confirmed Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court with a vote of 53-47, to 47, overcoming concerted effort by conservative Republicans to derail her nomination, with three Republicans joining all 50 members of the Democratic Caucus. Senators Susan Collins of Maine, Mitt Romney of Utah, and Lisa Murkowski of Alaska joining Democrats to vote in favor. I actually looked into this of why the Republicans weren't voting for Ketanji brown Jack Jackson, and it wasn't because she wasn't qualified. She's actually, actually the most qualified judge the Supreme Court has ever nominated. The only answers I got was, because I'm not. Republican senators were quick to point out that it was a historic moment, but saying that they would not support her. Senator Chuck Grassley said, Even in the darkest times, there are bright lights. Today is one of the brightest lights. Let us hope it's a metaphor, an indication of many bright lights to come. He added, "How many millions of kids in generations past could have benefited from such a role model?" Throughout the Senate vetting process, Senate Democrats have praised Jackson as an exceptionally qualified, trailblazing nominee whose depth and breadth of experience, including as a federal public defender, would add valuable and unique perspective to the bench. Jackson was also commissioner of the, on the U.S. Sentencing Commission and served on the Federal District Court in D.C. as an appointee of for, former President Barack Obama before Biden elevated her to D.C. Circuit Court last year. Now remember, they uh, that Senate confirmed too. So the Republicans who are voting no now have already voted to appoint Judge Jackson. Keep that in mind. Republicans called for civility and respect during the confirmation hearings, arguing that the Democrats did not extend that to Brett Kavanaugh during his vetting process before before the Senate. Kavanaugh faced a sexual assault allegation, which he vehemently denied. Democrats, however, argued that Republicans crossed a line by distorting Jackson's record, particularly with respect to sensing and child pornography-related cases. And that's where Marjorie Taylor Greene comes in. Oh, God, do we have to mention her? All right, all right. So Marjorie Taylor Greene, now mind you, weeks after going to the white nationalist rally, or conference actually, held by Nick Fuentes, she attended and spoke at a white nationalist conference, said that Democrats are the party of pedophiles. And that claim stems from senators calling Kentaji Brown Jackson soft on child pornographers in her sentencing. And just for you to beware. she was not. She was pretty standard across the board in relation to all the other judges in those cases. So, well, that brings us to an end of News for Dummies. So let's recap. Sarah Palin's running for Congress in Alaska. Ivanka had an eight-hour disposition. Putin's daughters have sanctions. Matt Gaeta told diabetics to fuck off. And the first black woman was nominated to the Supreme Court. And none of those stories were made up, or misconstrued, or taken out of contest, So just let that sink in. Oh yeah, some rich guy slapped another rich guy in front of a whole bunch of rich guys, and nobody went to jail. And I'm Brandon, and this has been News for Dummies. Thank you for joining. Thank you, FDR's Wheelchair fans. Uh, that was a new, new um, bit that we're trying, so please let us know if you liked it, didn't like it. If you have anything we want, you want to hear on News for Dummies, we'll be glad to take your request so you can reach us at FDR's wheelchair podcast at Gmail you can visit our new website at FDR's wheelchairpodcastcom and check out our new logo if you haven't already seen it in the in the app check us out on social media like Twitter Facebook Instagram we're all over the place uh, the crew will be back next week for a full episode we're sorry we didn't get one out this week but we thought we'd give you some content rather than no content at all and thank you for joining us this has been a legacy of FDR in his wheelchair.